Hi, this is John Elefante, and you're listening to a couple of wild and crazy guys, Wild Man and Steve. You are about to listen to the intersection of faith, talk, and music. The Wild Man and Steve Show starts right now. And now we return to the interview with Steve Scott from The Word 66 on the Wild Man and Steve show with Wild Man and Steve. Internet radio to me is 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 the Wayne's world of the 21st century. Uh, and, and people listening to this podcast are going to understand what that reference means, right? <laughs> but, you, you know, you can play whatever you want. You've got complete freedom. <laughs> to do stuff like that and to be creative and to maybe go into places that the traditional radio wouldn't do. <laughs> How are you going to say no to stuff? That, that That's rather boggling to me. And again, while maybe we, this one I know we've talked about so many times on the show is the pushback that Christian artists felt back in the 70s and 80s, and especially the rock and, mm-hmm. and metal mm-hmm. people. Uh, and I'm going, surely to goodness, we're not back to that again. Yeah, I, I think there is somewhat of a blessing if you can if there is a silver lining in what Steve just explained. I think that the silver lining is that if you go back to the 70s and 80s for a Christian band to be listed and played on any secular radio station would be would have been almost impossible uh, with the exception of like Striper because they were on a secular record label. And then Baron Cross came along. They were on a secular record label and they got the play. They were on MTV, you know, all of that, only just a couple. So you mentioned that the majority of what you're getting is the secular radio play, which is somewhat of it, it's I mean, the other concern is valid for sure about what why the Christians aren't Christian isn't. But at the same time, your stuff is going into the mission field, so to speak. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's going right out where where people need to hear the message. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I, I'm very uh, blessed with uh, with having that happen, you know, that we're a crossover band. If you really listen to a lot of our lyrics, I mean, it's not... I don't really hide the fact that we're Christian, you know, in my music. And uh, that's a conversation I had with someone just recently how they were saying that, you know, um, maybe I need to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> and I believe that that's why God called me to do this project is the fact that I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm Christian, you know, and uh, and I am getting a message out there, hopefully, and uh, a lot more messages to get out there. And uh, being in the, uh, getting in the secular market is, it's pretty cool. Yeah. If, if you've got the chops, that a lot of times the secular festivals, the secular clubs, the secular bands will respect that. Uh, we, we've had some conversations with some guys uh, in Europe that have said that. And as far as that goes, I, I will come back to 
probably two bands over and over and over again as my go-to for why I would tell anybody to shut up if if you if you don't you've got a beef with the Christian lyrics. You got Sabaton who's out there. Every single song that these guys do is about some historical battle from something, you know, like that's everything they do. It's war history. You got Dio from the time he was in Rainbow onward. It was all this Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So all I'm going to say is shut up. Because it, it seems to me that in especially rock and metal, you've got that wide really, I don't even say platforms, more really that wide palette to draw from in terms of topics. So if you like it, you don't like it, that's fine. But dude, you should be able to accept that these guys are playing maybe some some other lyrics. And then if you respect their musicianship, then, then share the stage with them. So, uh, and as far as, if, I'm sorry to say this, some of the, the, the Christian outlets are not playing tough noogies. You know, there's that old saying, you play, you play ball with who wants to play ball. And if these others want to play ball, then there it is. And I totally agree with Wildman. You, you've got a great in as far as a mission field goes. So how, how does that rock on with it. thanks? How does that translate into the venues? I don't know if you've done, you know, COVID, of course, wiped everybody out for concerts and all of that. Um, but as far as what kind of play are you getting? Um, as far as doing live shows, is that even, is that a possibility for you guys now? Has, has that been working out? Yeah, we've had some, uh, band change of, uh, of some band members kind of thing too. So we're kind of, uh, in a little bit of a, um, limbo right now. So we're hoping, uh, toward the fall, we can get out and do some shows. Um, I really would like to do like a church tour mm. is what I'd like to do. Sure. Sure. Listen, I love it. Uh, the church that I go to, uh, we, we live here just in the north side of uh, Indianapolis, and uh, they have started bringing in uh, some bands that we just recently had, Lecrae, um, and uh, we, we've got another act that's coming in. I know, uh, of course, back in the day, there were plenty of Christian rock artists who would play churches. Uh, we certainly know that from history. And uh, there's bands, one of the ones we referenced many times on the show, is a chaotic resemblance. Those guys will play any festival, any bar, and any church uh, that that's open because they're just wanting to, to get stuff out there. So I like that idea. That'd be that'd be awesome. Kind of metal church tour. like to do uh coming up here shortly 
And then, of course, we, we do have um, a pretty good following in a lot of different countries, and we definitely like to, to get out there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things we've talked about with artists, especially post-COVID, as, as Wildman is referring to, um, it, do, you, do you think it's going to be easier to build a series of standalone dates where, I mean, you you are the, the act or finding the festivals where there's three, five, 10 acts, maybe 20 acts or maybe a couple of days, that kind of thing. We'd like to do both. How we preach the word when we play too is also going to be depending on the, the, the venue that we're at. So when you're playing churches, of course, you can preach the word and you know you can talk about god you can talk about jesus all this kind of stuff and everybody's into it um when you're playing more of a festival thing where you're maybe like the only christian band um you got to know your audience <laughs> and that's fair. you know you know what i mean it's it's like that's it would be more it would be a lot more mellower at that point you know what i mean does that well, make absolutely. sense absolutely you know it's the be, be all paul you know be all things to all people so that by all means i might say some and and, and again you got to know your audience and and that's that that's not i don't think that is watering down the gospel i don't think that's hiding the gospel uh i think that's being strategic uh, Jesus himself said, look, you need to be as innocent as does, but you also need to be as wise or in some translations as shrewd as serpents. You, you got to know what you're doing um, and, and what's going to be most, ultimately it's, it's about what's effective. Right. right. Ultimately, it's not about, well, I got to make sure that I'm quoting the Bible. Uh, that's about me. I got to say, where is this individual or where is these? where are these people at? How am I best going to reach them with, with the loving grace of God through Christ? Maybe that is connecting directly with some scripture. But if it's a crowd that may not know the Bible from a, an atlas, then then no, you're not going to start off with that. So, yeah, I, I think that's just strategic. Yeah, plus probably getting hit in the head with a bottle probably doesn't tickle, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, how could 
could this be? The answer staring in my face Salvation eternally So, Steve, you, you mentioned the LP possibility. Talk more about that and talk about what your plans are over the next year, what your goals are for the band. We signed, actually, we had signed with a, a, another labels for a while, and then that contract ran out. We decided not to renew. So we were searching for some other labels, and we actually have uh, four offers on the table. Um, so what we did was we decided to go with this one label that's uh, in Italy. I won't say what label, um, but they're in uh, their main office is in Italy, and we actually signed the contract. Um, it's a heavy label. Um, we probably would have been the mellowest of the bunch. There's a lot of bands on the label. Um, pretty hardcore label. I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but they they absolutely loved our music, and uh, you know they 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 were sending us these emails that were so flattering, and how they said you know it just absolutely loved our music, and they haven't heard anything like us you know in in many many years, and they would love to have us on the label, and so um, so we actually signed the deal, and um, we had some issues, you know pretty much right in the beginning. So there was a, a lot of red flags, um, but that was a delay in things as well. So that between the first label and then this label, um, the EP could have been released a while ago, and but we were waiting for uh, uh, the right label to sign with. So we can, again, we can either get the EP out or combine it as an LP. So we're kind of um, thinking that, you know, in the meantime, it's been a while since we released something. So let's at least get something out there. Let's at least get a new track and do a video and get that out there. And then hopefully the right deal will come along. Okay. So, so I got two, two questions for you on that. One is for, for you guys, you're, you're looking for a new label. You, you're trying to decide what you want to do. You mentioned that, you know, combining the two L to two EPs or doing something different. If you can just briefly, what, are you looking for what does a band at your stage of the game look for in a label obviously you want a professional email and some something that's not going to be hateful okay <laughs> so so we know there's that that helps right? but yeah. what, what what do you guys look for we'd like to find an established label would be nice okay. you know of course you know the dream for everyone is to get on a major label yeah um it's pretty impossible these days to get on one of those major labels You've got to have some crazy figures, meaning that you got to have, I don't know, like what, 5 million Spotify hits and, um, you know, a million uh, followers on Facebook. And, you know, a funny thing about that, too, is that, you know, so I've been doing the promotions with this band for, you know, since we started and um, we're starting to yeah, get a pretty decent following, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook has been a little slow. Um, but if you look at these bands, I mean, including the big bands that we talk about, um, the really the headlining bands that are out there. If you look at their followers, I guarantee you that the large, large majority of them are fake. Mm -hmm. 
they're bought. Really? Yeah. So they purchase followers and it's very easy to find that out because that's all you got to do is go into somebody's followers and actually pull up the um the people's profiles and you'll see like they have no followers or they've got 10 followers or you'll find you know the girls you know that are you know trying to get guys to you know you'll find that there's a large majority of fake followers in these people's followers Okay. So when you see these people and they got oh they got four million followers, you know, I'm sure the record labels look into that as well. And they look and they really find out that they've, you know, they're four million followers. They find out they have maybe, you know, two thousand followers or something. I'd ha- I'm, I'm proud to say that all of our followers are real followers. Yeah. regarding the idea of labels. You know, there was a time when Sun Records was just a little hole in the wall joint, you know, before Elvis, right? You know, there's a time when Stax Records was was nothing. Uh, and so I, do you think that there are enough labels out there? Now, not again, not the, the, the big, massive corporate, you know, capital and all this kind of stuff. Um, but are there enough out there do we need to have more? Uh, do we need to have more hard rock and metal labels, Christian hard rock and metal? Obviously, they would be smaller, but would that help bands like you to have that? I, I'm really curious as to what you think about that in terms of the kind of the the opportunities that are out there in terms of the labels. Yeah, absolutely. Indie labels are great. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of indie labels out there. It's just unfortunate that in the Christian market, it's very limited. So if if I found out about a label and someone said, "Okay, there's this new Christian indie label," I'd like to know that they are they know what they're doing. You know, someone that's established, maybe you know somebody like you said, Striper. You know, if the Sweets opened up a, a, their own label or something, and you know, so that would be cool. That would probably well, you know, be because you think about that, and you mentioned the sweets, right? So, so Michael produces, he's produced stuff for Striper, he's produced his stuff, his solo stuff, Sweet and Lynch, all this stuff. Led Zeppelin launched 
Swan Song, their own record label, Deep Purple, same thing back in the day. And I would just say, anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you are one of our former guests, we love all of you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if any of you uh, artists, uh, you've got some experience, maybe some of you classic folks, you've been around for decades, you know, maybe you've done some producing, uh, you know how this thing works. Hey, take it to prayer, guys. Is is there something that God might be laying on your hearts with your expertise, your experience, that would really bless and help these bands and ultimately help spread the, spread the gospel? So, folks, listen up and take it to prayer. You mentioned some of this earlier, um, but if anybody's listening here, they like your music and they want to see you succeed and they want to get you more airplay um, or want to get you noticed, um, what is the best way somebody can support you right now? So www.theword66.com is our actual website. And of course, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, our music is out on all the platforms, you know, your Spotify's and your Amazon and your Deezer and your Pandora and Apple. So um, if they can support us, that would be fantastic. Uh, we do have a lot of merch out there as well. Um, it is the uh, the cover of the first EP and the new EP, Rock and Roll Preaching. Um, we do have uh, shirts, short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts. Um, there's um, tumblers and coffee mugs and posters and tapestries and badges and um, hoodies and all that kind of stuff, if anybody would be interested in that. And I got to say, I love that you guys are with uh, Christian band shirts. They're they're great guys. Uh, we happen to like them very much because they do Wildman and Steve merch. And yes. uh, those guys, um, uh, Anthony Gober is doing good stuff there uh, with so many bands. And 
uh, kind of taking on that aspect for them so that you guys can focus on the music. So, uh, yeah, good good stuff there. Yeah, anybody that's uh, looking to get some merch together, just give uh, contact them and see what they can do for you. Um, but also, if you can uh, request our music, like I mentioned earlier, you know, especially some of the really big Christian stations out there, you know, I, I think there's there's several of them that are not playing our music. Well, a lot of the internet, they've got that ability on their websites or apps for people to make requests. Uh, so absolutely, yeah, get, get out there and uh, make those requests, folks. Yeah, request our music and 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 follow us on the on the sites and follow us on YouTube and subscribe, all that kind of stuff. We really appreciate that, and and that's the kind of stuff too that will get the the major labels interested in the band as well. We've got a ton of music to record, some yeah. really cool stuff that I'm really excited to get out there. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that. So go on to all the internet uh, radio stations that you see and just simply request the word 66. And almost every internet radio station now has a very simple process on the homepage where they, where you, they, how do you request a song? It's right, usually right there in front of you. You just click it and you request it. Um, and so be sure to go to the word66.com and support them. Uh, YouTube, subscribe, listen to their streaming, and uh, buy their merch. And Steve, we want to thank you for coming. Well, let me clarify. <clears throat> Steve from the word 66, we want to thank you for coming <laughs> on today. And, uh, and, and, and Steve, yeah, and Steve, thank you for showing up. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta tell you th th this is my hope is that now we've, we've two-thirds of this episode it, it's steve's yeah. so so i really think that this is the time for the steve's to take over the show <laughs> maybe we should do a separate podcast and, and we could be called the steve's Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, but if you did that, I would have to produce it uh, because so it was gonna it's gonna need some major editing. Um <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But only on only on the one Steve side, I think, not the, not the other. See, I, I can't I can't put our guest down. You know, Steve's not a guest anymore. See, if you go back to 2019 when we started this show, it wasn't even the Wild Man and Steve show, it was the Wild Man Wonders podcast, and I had Steve on as a guest. And you could hear how nice I treated him and you know, how I, I just was going to say the same thing. I'm going to go back and listen to that just so I can remember what it was like for you to be nice. <laughs> to me. Yeah. yeah. But you know, once that guest just overstays his welcome, you know, you're not as nice as you used to be, you know, that's, hey, you keep inviting me back. So I, <laughs> yeah, things change. Yep. <laughs> All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. And Steve, once again, thank you. The Word 66, ladies and gentlemen, get out there, listen to them and promote them. Tremendous band. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. And uh, it's a blessing every time I'm on with you guys. It was such an honor to have Steve Scott on the podcast this week. Stay tuned for further episodes with the dynamic duo of Christian rock and roll on the Wild Man and Steve show right here with Wild Man and Steve. The Wild Man and Steve show is now partnering with New Release Today. Find out more about them at newreleasetoday.com. And don't forget to check out our website where you can also leave us a review at wildmanandsteve.com. Hell 
Sounds like rock and roll to me. <laughs> 